Alrighty, well, uh, welcome back to another episode. And uh, before we get into it, uh, if you are enjoying our podcast, uh, please uh, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. And make sure that you've got the uh, notifications turned on for when uh, new episodes are uploaded. And we do have a Facebook page as well, so hit us up there if you've got something to say. I mean... Hate mail. Hate mail, yes. Hate mail's good. Even episode uh, suggestions, if you like. Constructive criticism. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. (laughs) Alrighty, well, uh, let's get stuck into it. So, before we get to our headline, as always, what will we be discussing today? Uh, Today's discussion will be records. World records that shouldn't be broken, or should be broken can't be broken or will be or won't be broken okay so there's a few categories there we'll be pulling out so virtually wouldn't couldn't and shouldn't all but, right uh, yeah all righty well uh, on to our wacky headline well today's wacky headline is a dog eating its owner's passport <laughs> and putting the italian wedding in jeopardy <laughs> now really if your dog eats your passport before your wedding you should be having a good hard look because dogs are a man's best friend. And maybe he's just saying, mate. But it has created the first dog turd that's worth 100 points of identification. Uh, so this is a real headline. Real, oh, yeah, real headline. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a dopey golden retriever or something like that. But um, really, that, if, if that puts your wedding in doubt, you really need to have... Good hard look at it. Okay. Because, you know, if, if you get married and, like, there's a crash and the, the wedding car crashes or something like that on the way there or yeah. something like that, usually it's a sign. Yeah. And with most, you know, I think it's 50% of marriages end badly down, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Flip of a coin. Yeah, flip of a coin, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 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 All righty. Well, let's, uh, let's get stuck into some records. Yeah. And uh, have you got anything straight off the bat? Yeah, I do. Um, my first record was a, a great basketballer from america okay uh, wilt chamberlain yes now, he played in the nba from 1959 to 1973 now I'm, i don't know anything about basketball much but he was a seven foot one absolute champion oh, fuck. um he like i i think it's a 70 point game i think only that's only been achieved 11 times by six people and he's done five of them what and yeah so he's a freaky guy really yeah. good but his world record did not occur on the court because <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain was also known as Wilt the Stilt. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and, well, I, I'm, I guess it's a world record, but he claims to have slept with 20,000 women. No fucking way. Yeah, no, 20,000. Now, well, uh, the thing is, they've worked it out. If it happened over 40 years, right, they're saying it's one and a half women every day <laughs> for 40 years. Now, he could have been a time traveller. He may have popped forward 30 or 40 years and got some Viagra or something like that <laughs> and went back. But he's not known to have any illeg- illegitimate children wow. and apparently never caught a sexual disease. That's outstanding. That, well, it's, well, it's outstanding. It certainly is, is crazy. But um, but to put in perspective, 20,000 women, let's go to our old friend Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Hugh, Hugh Jackman, who's... You know, marriage unfortunately ended, you know. Yeah. You know, it was a perfectly normal marriage to a woman, you know, about 15 years older than you and, you know, and you're the world's sexiest man. Yeah, perfectly understandable. But he was married for 25 years, which equates to about a different woman, four different women per century. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So at this pace, 
um, Hugh Jackman would have to have started having sex in 48,000 BC <laughs> to the current day to catch up to Wilt the Stilt. <laughs> and to make his job harder, you know, the world population back in 48,000 BC was only about 2 million. Yeah. God. And it took, you know, it took tens of thousands of years to get to like 8 million. Oh, okay. Because everyone was like you, Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> if, Hang on. if we got in a time travel and sent, say, Wilter Stilton and a few other guys back there, the world population would have boomed. <laughs> so if everyone was like Hugh Jackman, were, were they gay then? Well, I don't know. I think everyone looked pretty hairy and pretty ordinary looking. But yeah, so, that, that, you know, if you, if you were going to go at uh, Hugh Jackman's pace... Yeah, he, he would take a long time. That's very interesting. You know, like you, you might have read that story about the hare and the tortoise. Yeah. That's, that's to the extreme. That's a huge Ackman yeah. falling behind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an incredible story. Uh, 20,000 women. And yeah. That's, so that's one and a half per day for 40 years. How did he have time to play basketball? <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people saying because it's, you know, pretty common with athletes that, you know, with men you don't want to be uh, ejaculating that often no. because it uh, can it make your performance not as good on the court or yeah, on the well, field or whatever you're playing. Testosterone. Yeah. yeah. Well, but uh, Wilt the Stilt, he just just did it. And, yeah. And well, he was a champion. And he's a champion. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, good on him. That's, yeah. Uh, that's a good record, though, to yeah. have. <laughs> I mean, look, it's not, it's not official, but I can't say too many guys – I mean, look, you, you think about it, one and a half women a day, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. So that's, a, you know, and waking hours, let's just say waking hours, there's, say, 15 waking hours in a day. Yep. So he's convincing a woman about every nine hours to have sex with him. Now, <laughs> if you've been on the dating scene, you know, it can take, you know, seven or eight dates. It can take a period of weeks, you know, to, to convince a woman he's to sleep with you. nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> So he's doing all right. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. Well, I've uh, I've been doing some research, and as we know, uh, with Australian rules football, it's uh, finals time at the moment, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up with uh, a bit of AFL related records, just some quick ones. But mm-hmm. I I really think I've got one here that I don't think can be broken, um, and that is John Coleman, right? Yeah. Yep. Essendon full forward. Now, he debuted in 1949. Yep. Right? He kicked 12 goals on his debut. That's a good effort. It's an unreal effort. Mm. I mean, that's the record, I think, that can't be broken. The closest that a debutant has gone to kicking that many goals is nine. It's nine goals on yep. debut. Right? So, but uh, John Coleman, he, he was an interesting fella. He was. Uh, yeah. He didn't play that long. He only played 98 games. Yeah, he did his knee. And back in those days, it was unfixable. Yeah. And then he came back to coach. Yeah. And he yeah, was he a very, yeah. very good coach. Yeah, so he, yeah, I mean, he only played 98 games. He kicked 537 goals. Hmm. That's a pretty big feat, isn't it? So, I mean, and also in the same year that he debuted, he Essendon won the grand final that year. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty good year. And yeah, good. Yeah, went on to for a good career. So that's a record I don't think will be broken ever yeah, so again he, in modern day football. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, he no. played less than four hundred quarters of football and kicked in excess of five hundred goals. Now, Tony Lockett averaged about a goal a quarter um, over a long time. 
But, uh, yeah, I think Coleman was – and, and in, in 1949, I mean, the ground conditions were terrible. Um, even the boots. Have you yeah. ever oh. even held a, a <laughs> pair of those old boots? Cause I no, was, I haven't, but they I was lucky enough to buy a pair back in the early oh, right. 90s. Yeah. Okay. I mean, went to my local shop and the old German guy yeah. that owned the store, he said, oh, you should have a look at these. And he, I didn't even have to buy them. He, he, um, he got a, an old box out. And it was a pair of Ron Barassi specials from the 60s. Right. They're brand new. Never been touched. Yeah. Right? And they had a leather sole on the bottom. And you these cork uh, stops that you hit in with a hammer. Oh, right. So you placed them wherever you wanted. What? Now, and they, they, the weight in these things was just phenomenal. Now, <laughs> I, I was playing football at the time. And I yeah. trained in them that night. <laughs> and I stupidly, I should have just kept them in the box. Yeah. <laughs> and Ron Barassi's just died. Yeah. So the Ron Barassi specials were not worth a lot of money. Yeah, but probably. Yeah. I just, for a joke, I just took them out of training. And I could hardly move in them. And these guys, uh, and you see the footage, are pretty good. Yeah. And oh, yeah. they played in these horrible boots. So conditions were against you. I mean, if you look at the old, the, the grounds were mud heaps. Oh, yeah, shocking. And the rules didn't yeah. suit forward. So, yeah, he's no. his, his goal on a quarter effort you know per game yeah would be probably worth double now yeah that's yeah. right so i mean there's uh, there's a few more efforts i mean we're, maybe we've got a couple of saint kilda fans listening yeah but they hold a few records but um not probably, ones want. <laughs> probably not ones to be fond of so go on <laughs> saint kilda um uh actually have the record for the most wooden spoons right now at the moment that's 27 wooden spoons that's pretty finishing good. at the bottom yeah yeah um they actually have the record for the lowest score uh, in a game. And Which they is? They scored one point against Geelong. Wow. Yeah, to Geelong's 23 goals, 24, a total of 162, in, well, in, in 1899. Wow. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's, we're talking about standards and be, the game been against you back in those days. Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's a bit. Yeah. Can you imagine some of the players they must have had, though? Oh, they they would have been pretty ordinary. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and they've currently currently got the record for the uh, longest premiership drought at the moment. So, nineteen sixty six, mm. and I believe South Melbourne had the longest drought before that. Well, the Bulldogs were fifty three, I think, and and one yeah. in twenty sixteen. Yep. Yeah, and the the Swans was a long time too. Seventy two, I reckon. Really? Yeah, it was yeah. that long. Yeah, and. When I was doing my research, which is quite interesting, I didn't know that there was another team in the VFL back in the early 1900s. Was it university? University. Yeah. 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 I didn't know this. Yeah. This is interesting. I think played for about seven years. Mm. But typical students, so just gave up. <laughs> yeah. But you say typical students, but the thing is the war came along. Yeah. Then. And a lot of them had to go to war. And half their team got <laughs> killed in the war. Well, there was... I know there was one guy, I'm not sure who he played for, but he came back after being machine-gunned in each knee. <laughs> yeah. He came back and played. <laughs> he played? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's a good effort, isn't it? It so, is. Oh, that's my... Um, but, I mean, you look at some of today's players that take a bit of personal time off for mental health issues. I mean, you've just been machine-gunned through the knees in France, uh, yeah, oh. and you come back and play. I think... That's pretty good. That's pretty tough too. Yeah. So, and uh, alrighty. Well, just quickly, as I'm still on AFL, mm-hmm. right? The record, right, for the highest crowd attendance. Yeah. Yeah. Was a Collingwood and Carlton grand final, mm-hmm. right, in 1970 with a crowd of 121,000. And, and the mis- 
So it, didn't, it didn't fit that many people in the ground. So where, 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 were, they? <laughs> where were they? But that's a record that's never going to be broken either. No, never will. Health and safety takes care of that. Yes. So, yeah. But they'll never fit 120,000 in the MCG again. No, no. So, not a hope in hell. No. Nah. So that's, that's a very, very big effort. Yeah. All righty. Well, uh, you got any... I do. Yeah. I've actually got a record that needs to be broken. Okay. <laughs> Has to be broken. And that is the women's 200 metre and 100 metre records. Right. In, um, in athletics. In, now, yeah. these records have stood since 19... In the, in the 1980s, 1988, right? Okay. Set by Flojo or Florence Griffith Joyner. So Flojo. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. No. Well, no Flojo no. was a freak. She came out in 1988 and she you know, had big hair and the big nails and like a man's body. Right. She came out and ran just insane times that still are unbeatable today. Right. So this is in the hundred meters. Yep. Yeah. Now now Flojo, she she retired in about nineteen eighty nine, which coincided with the introduction of out of competition testing. So a lot of people think uh, she just conveniently retired then because you know, she was so fast because yeah. of because of steroids that she'd be caught, so she just got out of it. And amazingly, her records still stand. And um, there's a lady going around in the 200 at the moment called Sharika Jackson, who's just an amazing athlete. And yeah. she get, she's got within 0. 0.07, but she can't... Oh, she can't quite, she get, can't quite yeah. get there. But the thing about Flojo is that she died when she was only 38 in her sleep. What? So, I mean, look, there was... She's an athlete, though. She was an athlete. Oh, yeah. an amazing athlete. If you saw her run, you'd think, wow. But there was, it was very suspicious. Like, she's just come out from nowhere. And um, I'm amazed that the records are allowed to stand. But uh, And I really hope that um, Sharika Jackson actually does get past her because it would okay. be an enormous effort. Because that's, I mean, that's over 30, it's 35 years that yeah. that has stood. Yeah, you know? that's a long time to hold Which, a record. That doesn't happen. No. You know, it, it takes a crazy circumstance. Like we had the Mexico Olympics where there was altitude involved and records stood for a long time, but all eventually got beaten. Yep. And then you had the swimmers' records. They were breaking when they were wearing those suits. Yeah. <laughs> but they've been struck out because the suits were too helpful. Okay. So, but yeah, I this is one that needs to be broken. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I think that needs to go. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, sticking with the drug thing. Mm. Um, I've got a record here. It's quite controversial as well, mm-hmm. right? And that's Lance Armstrong's yeah. seven Tour de France wins. But they've been if they've been taken away, they they've have been taken away. But yeah. it's is it a record? Well, is it a record? Like oh, it was just a drug cheat. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? Like, well, I mean the fact is you're still a great athlete. I mean you could give me whatever drugs you wanted. I'm not winning seven Tour de France's. No. So he's and like Flojo was a great athlete as well, mm. but they just got that assistance. Yeah. So no, he, his record can't be. But what what was he taken, or what um, were they taken? Was it? Well, I've heard a bit of the story. It doesn't interest me that much, but um, yeah, it was just steroids. Yeah. And and there was a lot of people in the know, and they made sure that he took the steroids. They didn't. He he was allowed to win. So there was a lot to it. Yeah. But, yeah, he cheated. He, when he had cancer, and I think he lost his testicles. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know right. he had cancer, but... Yeah, and dated a lot of famous women, too. Did he? Oh, yeah. Really? I don't know a lot about him. Yeah, he um, dated musicians and... Oh, right, and, okay. Uh, actresses and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, look, 
you can't take um, you can't take that away from him. <laughs> like he's, they can't say uh, you you never dated those ladies because you were on drugs. He said, "Well, yes, I did. Yeah, he yeah. Well, probably was on drugs too." Yeah, yes. I'm just trying to think. Uh, there was a singer, Cheryl Crow, okay, who sung songs you'd know. You again a bit before your time, but yep. I'm pretty sure he dated her. And um, who's that? Um, oh, there's a blonde actress. She's really really nice looking. Was in the Ben Stiller film. Uh, oh, I know the one. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think he dated her, but he's dated a lot of Meet famous. the Fockers or whatever. Was it? No, 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 no. no. But anyway, I, I can't think of a name. But yeah, he's he was yeah in amongst the famous ladies. Yeah, and you can't take that away from him. No, you can't. But he does look a little bit nerdy, doesn't he? he yeah, don't, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's probably pretty good <laughs> in the chemistry <laughs> department. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a bit controversial, but still an amazing thing to accomplish. Uh, seven in a row, like that's oh yeah, that's it. Still would have been hard to do. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think anyone who's not on drugs is ever going to be able to accomplish that. No, no, most likely not. I think after one or two, I think mentally, I don't know how many people actually that win it. How often they actually compete? Yeah, you know, I think because that that Australian guy that did it. Um, the last Australian guy to do it, which is probably 10 or 12 years ago now. Like, he finished up pretty quickly after that. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. 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 All righty. Well, um, yeah. Well, you got any more? Any I do. Uh, I sort of, one leads on to the other. Okay. Right? Um, I've got a record that will never be broken. It won't. No. Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> good friend of the show. <laughs> good friend of the show, well, yeah. Barack Obama is probably the world leader who's most referred to their wife as a man in a speech. <laughs> the, the, now, the amazing thing is he's referred to Michelle as Michael. Okay. Which, you know, we could say is a Freudian slip because she's a man. <laughs> or, but it's a very strange thing to do. And the strangest thing about it is that if you go to research this on Google, there is just page after page after page fact-checking. Is it? No, no, he didn't do it. All right. But then you go and look at the video. <laughs> he did it. And he did? Yeah. What, so he referred to... He referred to as Michael and I. No way. Yeah. Michael. And on more than one occasion. Oh. Right. So I'm saying... I'm picking it up now. Even even Joe Biden is not going to refer to his wife as, you know, Jack or something like that, like Jill. <laughs> yeah, Jack and Jill. No, yeah. but that, that's, um, that will never be broken. Yeah. But, no. but it's funny, you've got these fact checkers saying, he didn't do it, and yet... You have to believe your lying ears and eyes because, yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. As in Barack Obama. (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) Yes, we can. (laughs) But I said I had had another record. Now, that's a record that can't be broken. (laughs) Here's one that shouldn't be broken that leads on from from that. Now, everyone goes on about how good a speaker Barack Obama is. Yep. To me, boring as batshit. Okay. He takes all these pauses so everyone looks back at him. He's an absolute self-indulgent wanker, okay. right? Yeah. And and nothing. He's he's never done anything, and nothing he ever says ever comes comes around. He's just a bullshit artist. But anyway, he yeah striked a wedding though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying, the the reason this record, which I don't think ever needs to be broken. Yeah. See, listening to one of Obama's speeches reminds me of this record, which is from the Guinness Book of Records, <laughs> and it's the longest fart. <laughs> which goes for two minutes and 42 seconds. <laughs> no fucking set, way. Set by Bernard Clemens. Now, I'd rather listen to that than Barack Obama speak. <laughs> but two minutes, 42. Now, he, you don't, I mean, look, you need to be 
you need to be uh, prepared to set that record because if that happens, like if you was walking across the road or something, yeah, you've missed but- it. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is obviously set about to set this record. So I don't know what he's got up to beforehand. <laughs> but two minutes forty-two without that's, a break—that's just that's incredible. Is, is this Mr. Methane by no, any no, chance? It's, no, it's, I don't think it's Mr. Methane. <laughs> no. it's Bernard Clemens. Yeah, so, okay. sounds English, and Mr. Methane is English. But um, for, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know Mr. Methane, oh, please Google. do yourself a favor. YouTube, <laughs> just YouTube Mr. Methane. Yeah, he's he's an amazing <laughs> man. Look, he's probably got records himself. But, oh, uh, he would. Uh, yeah, because yeah, he's he's appeared on like Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. And um, it's worth watching that one just for that. What's that, that wanker that runs that? Uh, Simon Cow. He is disgusted. <coughs> like the look of disgust on his face as Mr. Methane oh, performs yeah, no, is just gold. Because he's real posh, isn't he? Oh, he's just like, he can't have Mr. Methane yeah. farting on your <laughs> uh, your show. So. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> he was farting with the classics on that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's very no, good. So, look, he, anyone that has not ever seen him, yeah, do it. He's a true champion. Yeah, yeah, he is a champion. But as good as he is, I don't think I've ever heard him go two minutes forty-two. <laughs> I wonder, like it, in athletics, I wonder if there's banned substances <laughs> when you're going for that record. <laughs> <laughs> banned for life because he overdosed on baked beans. Prunes. <laughs> Prunes. <laughs> yeah. Do you get disqualified? <laughs> If you follow through. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure. It would make measuring a lot harder. <laughs> I don't want to be that judge. <laughs> no. oh, but, yeah, but you can't have any world record discussion without <laughs> mentioning that. That's brilliant. All right. Yeah. So, so what, what have you got there? Uh, just quickly, um, we're talking about champions, right? <laughs> so is this a, what sort of record is this? Is a, it's a racing record, horse racing. So can it be broken? Well... One of them can't, and that is in the 1890 Melbourne Cup, yep. right, a horse named Carbine yep. uh, race, and he broke the record for um, carrying a weight of 66 kilos, mm-hmm. which is very heavy. <laughs> Doesn't happen anymore. No, that's... You- See, a horse wouldn't even enter the Melbourne Cup. If they were weighted with 66, they wouldn't even attempt it. No, no, so... Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, and he actually went on to win the race by two and a half lengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, he also had 38 other horses to race against, which is now yeah. it's restricted to 24, which, yeah, yeah so that won't happen. No. Um, what about, I'll get your opinion. That would have been a tough trifecta. Yeah, would it? <laughs> I, I probably would have stood carbine one out. <laughs> Taking a flexi. Do they have flexis in those times? I don't, know, I don't know. This is the 1890s. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been a lot of le- illegal stuff going yeah. on too. I think so. the horse's numbers are in Roman numerals too. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I'll get your opinion on this. Do you think uh, McIvy Diva's record of uh, three Melbourne Cups in a row will ever be beaten? Probably not. Um, there was uh, the trainer, which is Lee Friedman, he trained. I think he trained it twice. For, for, and because it wasn't, he didn't always train it. But um, when it won its third, he just said to someone in the crowd, "He said, find the youngest person you can here because they're the only one that's ever got a chance of seeing this happen again." Really? Yeah, I don't think it ever will. No. And see, now like we were talking weights before. If you yeah. win one cup now, 
your weight's going to go up. If you win two, you're probably looking at, you know, 63, 4, 5 kilos. So yeah. it'll never happen. It'll never happen. She was a mare. So she started yeah. off with a lightweight. I think she might have won maybe 50 kilos or something first up. And by the time she won, she was still carrying about 58 or 9. Okay. So yeah. it's a very good horse. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it'd probably never happen again. Okay. Now, I've got, and this is another horse record, mm-hmm. right? This goes back to the year 1900. No, right. Funky stories back then. No, nah, this uh, because this was the Olympics were in town in Paris. <laughs> then, now uh, there was some extremely odd events. Yeah. In that Paris Olympics, and uh, if you really want to know more, I do suggest you go check out the uh, Sports Bazaar with uh, Mick Malloy and Titus O'Reilly uh, on the episode of the 1900 Paris Olympics. It was nuts. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, you should check it out because it's uh, definitely worth listening. But they, they had a they had a um, event and that was horse long jumping. <laughs> <laughs> now a Belgium chap won this event. Mm-hmm. Right, this was the only, once and only time this event actually happened. Yeah, and he won the uh, horse long jumping of a of a, what did he do six six point ten meters. Wow, he jumped with the horse. That's not very far because yeah. humans can do that. Humans can jump, but what's, yeah, what's longer that? than that. Oh, they, I don't know the record, but I know no, it's, I think it's longer a, than that. I think it's about nine meters, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but that's an incredible thing to do with a horse. Like you, you so you're you're actually riding the horse. Yeah. So, I mean, this will this record will never be broken <laughs> because the event will never be held. The event was a one time, mm. yeah, <laughs> one time thing. So it will never happen again. No. And uh, yeah, never be broken. So. There you go. And, yeah, so it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All righty. Well, um, we better we better wrap it up. So, um, we got anything else to finish on? No, no, I've got nothing. No. I'm done. All righty, yeah. All righty. Well, have we got a word of the day, at least, hey, today? Well, we do. We have a word of the day. And, again, it's something I think we've made up. And it's, yep. it's, it's actually an amalgam of two words. Yep. Uh, and going on i think from an episode a couple of weeks ago um the word is made up of record and diarrhea so we'll call it diarrhea <laughs> and it's a record so shitty that it's been set by someone who knowingly cheated knowing it's going to be discovered yep and they do it anyway so lance armstrong's victories at the tour de france okay or yeah. well, flojo's victories yep Dan Andrews election victories. <laughs> it goes on. But anyone who knowingly cheats yep. and wins and it will be broken, they know it. Yep. Diarrhea cord. Diarrhea cord, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I don't like it, but. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's a shitty word with a yeah. shitty term. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just awful. All right. All righty. Well, uh, thank you very much. And. Uh, We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll be back again next time.